Yo, what's up, y'all? And we're live. We're back on the Get Your Mind Right podcast. This is your host, Mr. Mike. And I have another guest, second guest of the podcast. We have Coach Freddie Barrera. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? What's up, Coach? For the audience listening, for the audience listening, this is actually my uh, my boxing coach. Been my boxing coach. I could really say he's been my only real boxing coach. So I've been with him for a while, but I'm gonna go ahead and let you, Coach, introduce yourself. Uh, go ahead and just uh, introduce yourself. Tell the audience a bit about yourself so they can get comfortable uh, knowing you and listening to both of us talk here on the podcast. All right, sure. Um, my name is is Freddie Barrera. I um, I have been coaching for about about twelve years, thirteen years around there. And uh, prior to that, I had a I was a professional uh, fighter. I had a, a lot of uh, about fourteen professional fights, and then I had uh, about 50 amateur fights against some of the top um, boxers in, uh, across the United States. So um, I kind of had a, I've been doing that, been doing this since I was eight years old. It's the only thing I know how to do. And um, the only thing I feel comfortable in, I should say, one of the, the one thing that I know that I could do for sure without without hesitating, you know? So that's just the best way for me. But that's, this is my, it's my heart. It's my dream. That's, that's, all, that's all I know how to do. That's awesome. I feel the same way as well. How did you initially start boxing? Uh, my my mom she really wanted me to take me to take me to the gym to go work out and uh, to go box. And I told her she was telling she told me for like two years, and I kept telling her no. I was probably about seven, six, and I kept telling her no. I was scared. I was scared because I because I would get um bullied. I was always getting bullied. I was always getting my whole life. I was getting bullied. How's that? Um, uh, since I was little, man. Since I, all through um, elementary school, uh, all the way through like seventh grade is when I finally I was I was boxing already, but I really didn't stand up to them until like seventh grade when I knew when I was really good at when I knew I was good at boxing is when I finally stood up for myself. But I was it was pretty bad, man. I was give I would get bullied all the way until seventh grade, man. And eighth grade, I just finally had enough and kind of stood up to some of the guys man but um but yeah I was I would get bullied a lot she uh she really wanted to take me to go boxing she saw a lot a lot of change in me and um she really wanted to take me and I kept telling her no no because they're gonna beat me up they're gonna beat me up you know in Spanish you know uh in Spanish no no me want to chingar me want to chingar me want to chingar and I was like no no and so she's like no no you'll be good you'll do good but I didn't want to go. It took me two years to finally go. And when I went, when I went, she's like, look, I'm going to take you. And if you don't like it, I will never ask you again. And I said, okay. So she took me. I said, if I want to try it, the coach got me in. I had speed bag. I had a little, little, little bit of everything. And I didn't want to leave. You know, ever since then, man, I've been in that gym forever. And it's crazy, man. It's crazy how how that really changed my life. It helped me, helped me so much through my lifetime, you know, and I don't know where I would be without it. You know, I don't know where I would be right now. I know I probably wouldn't be in, in any, anything good right now if I if it wasn't for boxing. So I'm very grateful, man. That's awesome. That's awesome, coach. It's amazing how a sport like boxing or any other sport really 
really helps kids at a young age, you know, build that confidence, build that confidence, that self-esteem, um, that self-assurance, you know, to stand up for themselves and to really feel good about themselves. Yeah, man, it, it's it's amazing. Um, it it took me a while, man. You know, I'm, I'm I can you know a lot, a lot of us come from humble families. You know, you, you grew up poor. You know, uh, my dad wasn't always there for me. You know, but he was in and out of my life always. You know, and uh, my mom would always talk down. To, you know, Mexican mothers, man. They, you know, they're they they don't they don't they don't sugarcoat anything, man. They tell you straight up. You know how everything goes. And, you know, I, I had a very, very low self-esteem, man. And it took me a while for me to kind of, sh even now, man, even now, like I still catch myself, you know, people, you know, I mean, you've, you've been, you've been around me, you've been around us, you know, of course, people man. talk, people talk shit, you know, and it's just like, well, well what exactly are you going to do? You know, what, just put your head down and just keep working, keep working. You know, that's all we can do is continue working. Why, why are we going to sit there and, and stoop down to someone else's level, you know? Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get out of that. You know, I, I know I've, I've noticed that, especially with age, you know, they always say guys why, get, why though? Why, why is this something you're trying to get out of that? I'm trying to, cause, cause you got to stand up for yourself. You know, like you, mm -hmm. you, you, you have, you have this podcast, mm -hmm. right? You have this podcast. You, you really like to stand up for what you believe in, stand up for what you, you know, for what you believe in, stand up for your, for your, your mind, your mind frame, stand, stand up for that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I wasn't raised like that. You know, I was raised where you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. This is the way it is, you know? So for me, people talk shit, people do this, people do that. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, all right, well, whatever, I'm just going to put my head down and just keep doing my thing, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so that we, we've experienced that right in, in boxing and, and since we've been together, other people talking shit, and I mean, what am I gonna do? Talk shit to? Let's just let's just keep going. Let's just keep going. Let's keep working. You know, that's kind of kind of kind of kind of what it's about, man. But it it's you know maybe it's my age too. You know, me wanting to get out of it too. Tired of putting up putting up with people. How old are you, coach? People, you know, I'm 37. 37. 37. Yeah. So you're uh, still young, though. That's young. <laughs> So that's young climbing though man climbing man climbing is crazy close to 40 now man it's nuts <laughs> for sure yeah man but it, it's uh it's hard man it's hard you know but trying to get out of that mind frame you know i i i've, I've always really i i do admire your your frame of, your frame of mind you know Thank your, you. your 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 go your go get it mentality you know and i know it's not it's hard to start a pod, podcast you know hard to start you know to share people people your opinions your mind frame um a lot of people would be hesitant to want to do it and you just said fuck it let's do it and i, I admire that 100 you know uh me i wouldn't i wouldn't have done it you know i'll tell you that uh but you've, you've gone out there and, and you've been able to do it and it's funny man i, I get people a couple of people here and there at the gym yeah. They hit me up and they're like, oh my gosh, you're Mike's coach, you know? And it's funny, man. It's funny. So I guess they follow your podcast too, man. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, man. But I, I like I said, man, I, I really do admire your frame of mind. And um, not, not everybody's like you, man. I know for sure I'm not, you know? So thank you. I, I truly feel that to be a, a fighter, you know, a boxer, you have to have a certain mindset you know um 
because it's hard. It's hard. And I'm, I mean, I'm barely starting my professional boxing career, but uh, I could already imagine like, like the, you know, the people judging you, the the people talking shit, the people not, not, uh, not thinking you can make it, uh, the people putting you down. I could already see it. I could already imagine it. And to really fight that, I really feel like you have to have a certain mindset. I've said it before in, uh, and some of my podcasts, and I've said it before, even before, like I started this podcast. You really have to have not give a fuck mentality, and it's hard because I want people to like me. I feel like I'm a nice, I'm a great person. I feel like I'm, I'm a modest, you know, young adult. Uh, I want to be liked. I, I'm polite. I'm nice, but I also, I'm not gonna let the judgment of others dictate what I really want to do deep down, and. Like I said, it's a mindset I feel like not 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 even just a fighter, just anybody in general who wants to really do what they want to do. And that's the thing right there too. Uh, some people are not doing what they want to do, you know, because of various reasons, you know, financial reasons or just uh, the opinion of others. But uh, it's really hard to do what you want to do. And I feel like it's a mentality you have to kind of like build. It's not something that's going to happen, you know, over overnight. Um, you know, you said it before, you, you said it earlier uh, in the podcast today. Uh, I really think my parents, the way I grew up, the way they influenced me, because I think that has, that's, they've really been a big, a big factor in who I am today. Yeah, I've learned stuff from other people, from stuff I lived, from just my character, but I feel like that initial influence from my parents really helped me out really helped me out today and really uh just kind of shaped me into who I am right now the the 24 year old I am right now so you know I'm real I'm real grateful for for my parents how I grew up and you know just I mentioned this in, in in a different podcast to not do any to not do something of good in my life you know either boxing or just anything in general something of good something of positivity uh, I think it'll just be like a life wasted because I really feel like I've been blessed, um, you know, with what the life I've had, with with the with the life I've been granted. Um, you know, my parents being a U.S. citizen here in America. Uh, I mean, just being an American is just a blessing in itself, and I feel like a lot of people don't appreciate that. A lot of a lot of a lot of teenagers, a lot of young adults don't appreciate being born in America, and, you know, in the land of opportunity. There's a lot of opportunities in in this in this country. You know, school. We got sports. You can be an entrepreneur. You know, an entrepreneur is, is it's what's cool right now. Is it easy? No, but you have the opportunities to do it, uh, or you just really have the opportunity to do you know anything you'd like here in America. And a lot of people don't see that. A lot of people, me coming from immigrant parents, I kind of have an idea of the difference here because I've been to Mexico. I've 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 dealt with Mexican people. I've dealt with people of different race. And you can kind of see how they live, the living conditions they live in, the opportunities they have, the opportunities they don't have. And like I said, just living here in America is, is a blessing in itself. And I feel like I have to make the best of it. Right now, my goal is boxing and it hasn't changed and it won't change. And if it ever changes, then it's going to be something of good. And that's, that's 100, I'm 100% sure it'll be like that. Yeah, man, we we are definitely blessed to be here, man. But at the same time, though, man, um, that 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 blessing is also uh, also a curse, you know. Here here in the in the U.S., man, 
it's it's great. I, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I would want to be an American no matter what, you know, but me traveling to other countries, man, and, and seeing the way people live, you know, they only work for, for just to eat, you know, that's it, you know, here. And, and I, and I don't like to see this in, in young people, you know, and I, I try to get that point across to you since the very beginning. Right. And I'm glad you, I'm not, I don't know. I don't think it was so much me, but you were able to listen to me and to other people, you know, whoever else was giving you advice, but you don't have a fancy ass car. You know, you don't, you're not working to pay that car. You're not working to pay a big ass mortgage or, or, or to, uh, you know, you're not living beyond your means. You know, you're not bling blinging. You're not, you don't have these fancy ass Rolexes. You don't have these fancy ass cameras. You're not, you know, it's it's we you live simple mike you know what i mean and and i i really you know i've tried to uh instill that in you since the, since the beginning you know and um i think your family is in a great job of, of continuing to do that you know and 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 uh and that's amazing man and that's the way we gotta kind of try to be you know um us living in this world man where we have to work eight hours a day so there's only what 13 hours in the day you know 20 uh 13 hour daylight hours, you know, 12 daylight hours. Yeah. No, we're, we're, we're working eight hours, eight of that, that time frame, you know, eight, mm-hmm. eight, nine hours. I work nine hours a day. And just so I could pay my cell phone bill, I could pay my mortgage, I could pay my car, you know, I can't, I could pay for all, my, all the credit cards that we have, all the different, you know, and it's like, man, like I really wish, you know, it wasn't like that. I wish I just had to work and, I wish I could just work and just do what I love, you know, which is boxing. I wish that's all that I can do, man. And, and I think you've done a great job of that. Um, yes, we are. We are definitely blessed here in the U.S., but it's also it's also a curse, man. Yeah, it, it can be a curse. Like I said, if if you don't have the right mind frame of what it is or you don't really understand what it is living here in, living here in America, then, yeah, you can mess it up. You know, you know, we got. We got a lot of brats, a lot of people who are spoiled here in America as well, because they don't get to see, like you said, you've traveled, you you get to see how other people live in third world countries, and and like you said, they just work to eat, to survive, to eat. There's and, there's no there's no toilet paper in some countries, man. Think about that. Mm-hmm. That's that's a luxury. That's a look. We get to go to the store and pick out what brand of toilet paper we want to use. Crazy man, crazy. That to me is just nuts, you know. That's 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 a, a luxury. It's not. I understand completely. Um, yeah, one of the goals of this podcast. I mean, let me tell you this: I could have easily made a podcast and just, you know, like a lot of podcasts out there who are out there who just kind of bullshit around and just kind of have fun and this and that which is dope shit i'm off i'm all for having fun and bullshitting a bit with your homies with your friends but i feel like uh that's seen way too much i feel like that's a big influence on why on why people are the way they are here in america because they don't get to hear a different something different you know or something they don't get to hear the truth they don't get to hear how how you know how really blessed they are to be here so we're too caught up in the in the in the entertainment and having fun and and 
all the glamour, glamour here in America, but we don't really get to see the blessing with, uh, we have here in America. So that's how I really focus on doing this podcast on on the mind, on having a certain mind, uh, uh, mindset, on on thinking shit through, on really, um, you know, finding the truth and and finding the blessings here in America. And I feel like like that's the vibe I bring to my podcast. Yeah, I want to vibe too. I want to have fun, but I feel like I want to have that that vibe deep down. That that you get what I'm trying to say. That you wanna you wanna have like a podcast that really gets to the yeah, that could core. probably touch you here. The core, yeah. the core, because we have we have. There's already, like I said, there's already a shitload of entertainment. There's already a shitload of stuff that keeps you busy. And, you know, I don't want to add to what's up, what we have already. Like, you know, I want to add something different. And then I may not get as many views or viewers or as big of an audience. But, uh, you know, I'm doing what I want to do, which goes back to, uh, to what we talked about earlier. You know, I, I, I really can't see myself doing something I do don't like to do and it's not going to be like that all the time because you know life right but i'm going to do the best to make that a truth to always strive to do whatever i want to do regardless of of the the money the fame the glory i want to do what i what i want to do and you know part of that is boxing we talked about this a lot too like i'm I, I really box because I'm a fighter. That's what I want to do. That's what I love to do. That's what's in me. Uh, the money, the fame, the attention, that's extra. That's For me, that's the extra part. The fighting is what really, what really brings me to the sport. If I, if I wanted to make money, if I wanted to make get attention or fame or whatnot, shit, I'd be a businessman. I'd be fucking... In real estate, you know, there's different ways of making money here in America. You know, why would I put my health in danger to uh, to make money? It makes no sense. And I really feel like a lot of it should be the mindset of a lot of fighters. If if you're in here for the money, if that's your main goal for the money, then you're in the wrong sport because it's not smart to put your health on the line just for the money. There's many ways of making money here in America. And fighting is the you know, the. I would say the not the smartest option, really. So, you know, I, I boss because it's it's what it's what I love to do, and it's something you love to do as as a as a teenager as well, right? Yeah, man, it's that's it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. You know, we talked about that several times. You know, and you know, this, this, the sport of boxing right now, I feel like it's it's never gonna die. Sport of boxing is never never gonna die. It's always gonna be here regardless. You know. But I feel like it's it's weak right now. You know, it's just weak. You know, we don't have too many tough fights, too many, you know, fights that we can't wait to see, you know. Um, today, today we have Charlo and Castaño. It's a, it's a very good fight. It's a very good fight, right? But it's not a great fight, you know. It's not a, it's not a Crawford versus Spence. It's not a, you know, Tyson Fury against Joshua. You know, it's not a Canelo versus, you know, the the light heavyweight, like someone really big, you know. I, it's just, it isn't, you know, and I, I wish that it was, but 
I think the main focus on the main reason why is because just you said, you said, man, money, you know, and sport, the sport is very, uh, this sport, man, is, is very, it's, to be in the sport, you got to be very prideful, you know, like you're always, we're always there to, let's fight the best, let's fight the best, let's fight the best. If you, if you do it well, man, there'll, there'll be, there'll be money, money's going to come, money's going to come regardless, you know, but we got to make sure that we're smart when we're doing this. Um, and uh, yeah, man, I mean, I agree with you 100%. You know, you definitely are not, I mean, you've, you've, you've showed it in your career, you know, you've taken off some, some very tough fights the past couple, past couple of times, man. And luckily we, we only have one loss for our credit. And really then I don't think it should have been a loss. I think it should have, should have been a win. Um, but uh, we, we've definitely taken on those challenges, man. That's how I kind of, I kind of, kind of wanted to raise you guys right and teach you guys and, and show you guys, you know, what, when to take those proper steps, you know, my money's going to be there, man. I guarantee you guys money's going to be there, but we got to, we got to put ourselves, on, put ourselves on the map, man. You, you, your mind frame, everything that you're doing, you're putting yourself on that map. And that's exactly what's going to lead us to the fame, the money, the glory, you know, all of that. But yeah, absolutely. That's, it's a very prideful sport. And we have to continue to see it that way. I think, you know, I think sport would be a lot better if we, if we viewed it that way instead of always looking out for, oh, how much money am I gonna make? Oh, how much money am I? How much, much money? How much money am I gonna make? You know, but that's just my my opinion on it. Yeah, I get it. I understand. So, how does the, as a fighter, you said there has to be a lot of there's a lot of pride in being a fighter, right? You mentioned that. How does that pride change from being a fighter and now being a coach? Does it change? Do you still have that pride? Does it? What's what's the change, if if any? There, it it does change, man. It it has to change. It has to change because it's not about me no more. It's about you guys, you know. So me and when I was fighting, when I was fighting, man, I honestly didn't have too much pride. You know, I, I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't raised with the frame of mind that you had, you know, I think that's probably what, why I didn't make it all the way, you know, as skilled as I was and as good as I was, because I'm, I'm going to tell you, man, I was, I was damn good, damn good, but my, I didn't have the right team and my, probably my mindset probably was the other, the other reason why I didn't make it. Um, but I still have, I have a lot of pride. I'm just very low key. And I'm very, um, I hide everything, you know, I, I know, I was talking about this the other day. Have, did you watch, have you watched the Mike Tyson, also the Hoya, the also the Hoya podcast? The one that just came out a couple, couple like a week ago? I've seen like segments on Instagram, not, not the full, you ha- you not have the full to watch podcast the full though. Day, man, and that's exactly um, what, what, how I feel, you know what I mean? I feel, we, man, like, like, uh. Like I'm very prideful, you know. And I, I, I think I cussed on here all once already, once or twice. Am I, am I allowed to cuss or not? You can say whatever you'd like. Okay. <laughs> this is a get your mind. This is my podcast. You can do whatever you'd like. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, so, so sometimes, man, when I'm when I when I'm on here, when I'm thinking and shit happens, I'm just like, man, fuck that. You know what I mean? Like fuck him, fuck that. You know. But then I have to tell myself, hey, dude, like chill. You know, chill. That's not the right way to carry yourself. It ain't about you. It's about them. It's about you guys. You know, so um, I have to worry about you guys. I have to make sure you guys are on your right mind frame. 
your know, my, my right state of mind. I got to make sure that it ain't about me no more. I'm just passing on my knowledge to you and you guys go out there and, and execute it, you know? So it ain't me no more. A lot, a lot of coaches, man, that, that I've seen that, you know, they, they want to go out there and they want to, they want, they want, they, they want to be just big and bad and they want to tell a fighter and slap them and do this and do that. Hey man, you can only do so much. You know what I mean? So, um, I try to, I try to get animated. I try to get, um, I try to get, uh, uh, make you guys work, but it's not about me. It's about you guys. I'm trying to get you guys working, you know, and that's kind of how it is. That's the frame of mind, man, at a fight, at a fight. And during, you know, during camp, when we get ready for a fight, it's more like, all right, let's think about what this guy needs. You know, let's think about what we're going to work on. So this, think about what we're gonna, what's going to help us propel us to a victory, you know, things like that. Um, so the mind frame is definitely different, man, because it's not me so much anymore. I just have to make sure I'm smart. I got to make sure I plan things out for you guys to make sure that you guys get the end result that, you, that, everyone, that everyone wants, you know? Got it, got it. Yeah, it makes sense. Now... You have currently right now you have what maybe two, three, four fighters. How many fighters do you have right now? That you can say, uh, hey, I got this guy that I train. Just numbers. Right now I just have three. Right now that I can say fighters, 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 like for sure. Yeah. I got three. You know, so Okay. So three and including me? Yes. So how how does the how does the training change or does it change? Uh, with every fighter, like, do you treat every fighter the same? Do you not treat every fighter? Treat as in the way, like, how do you bring about the skills you want them to learn? Is it the same? Is it different? Like, how how do you how do you handle that? It's it's different, man. It d definitely is different. You know, um, for you, you know, you are uh, you're always very strong from the get go. Since you were young, you know, you were strong. Your first amateur fight, I remember it, you know, and and you you were so persistent, you know. I don't know if you remember that day, man. You're just throwing straight punches. Where was I that? remember we would go over straight punches. I think it was in um in Rancho, in, somewhere in Rancho. In Ontario, no? In Ontario, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I think that I was remember. your very first fight. So I remember you were you were relentless, man. You were in there throwing straight punches, you know, and, and that's kind of the found I'm trying to I try to set the foundation with everyone first. You know, and I try to add things as we kind of go. So each fighter has its own qualities, their own qualities, their own, uh, their own characteristics, their own, their own strengths, you know. And so from there, I'm able to kind of add on what it is. Now, for me, I was a very uh, good defensive fighter. I was I was great at offense, too. But defense was my main thing, always being at the right place at the right time so I can get my punches off. Um so I, you know, first thing is foundation for you guys. And then you, know, you developed your style, you know, and from you, from you, then I was able to kind of add the little things to it. Think add def defensive, defensive move tactics, defensive move, defensive, this, defensive, that, you know, I, and I, I think you, um, you've been able to actually, uh, you've been able to understand a lot of that, you know, know when to move, know when to do this, know when to do that. Your forward play plays a big part in it too. You know, you have great forward as well. So, um, all of that. So I, I the foundation is first, and then from there, once the, once you develop your style, uh, we're able to add a lot of different things to that person. You know, so it just depends on that person. Uh, some per some some people might want to like I have one right now. He's just starting off, but he has great movement. His movement's great. You know, great movement. You know, so that's it. Well, he's natural at that. So, but so now what I have to instill in him is how to punch. 
you have great movement, which is what I want, and you're, you're very elusive, but you can't win a boxing fight if you don't throw punches. So that's what we got to work on. Instead of you pulling back and, and doing this and, and leaning back and doing different things, you want to, you can do that, but you got to make sure your feet are under you so you're able to get the punches right off that they're in the right spot. You know, so everybody's a little different, man. Um, it depends on what they need to do. I try to teach everyone, kind of bring everyone to the same spot. And then once everyone's in the same spot, then I'm able to kind of um, teach them other things as we kind of go. So, um, but I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not the best coach in the world, but I, but I, but I know I'm, I, I, I feel like I definitely have the knowledge to be able to get people to where they need to be. Definitely. I, I feel like you have, I feel like you're very knowledgeable. Um, I don't know if it's from your boxing experience yourself or do you like right now, like, do you keep, how do you gain that boxing knowledge to be able to teach? Like, was it just from your boxing experience or is it, do you keep what, like the fights you watch right now? Is there, is there tape you see? Is there, uh, maybe you talk to different coaches? Like, is how, how do you gain your knowledge besides from, from your boxing ex experience or do you, or do you kind of like, is it like in a gym? Do you gain that knowledge from seeing us in the gym? And then you kind of like, okay, maybe I can add this, this and that, or is it kind of like outside knowledge or both? How, how does that work? I'm going to tell you, I definitely don't study, man. That's something that I don't do. <laughs> I, when I watch fights, I really just enjoy the fight. Fuck you school, know? Fuck school right? <laughs> we don't study. <laughs> Shit. I know I, honestly, man. I I, I don't. I, I I try to. I tell myself sometimes, like, dude, you should really be like di like dissecting these fights. You know, you should really be in there, and you know. But you know, we we all have those steals, those people that we know. You know, oh, time to throw the jab, time to throw the jab, throw the jab. You know, and it's like, mm -hmm. it's like, man, we're not just enjoy the fight. You know, what I mean, that's kind of the mentality that I have, man. I really like. I'm I'm a fan first and foremost. I'm a huge boxing fan. I, I love to see the best. The whatever. Whatever the best is for the sport, that's what I want. I want the best for this fucking sport, man. Because this is the sport that I love. This is this is what I want. So, whatever is the best for it, that's 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 where I'm at. Um, but to answer your question, you know, I um, I don't know, man. To be honest, I I I don't quite know how to answer how to answer your question. Cause you're I good. Say, I feel like you're a great. I would say teacher. I feel like you 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 know how to teach, and I feel like a lot of. I mean, I haven't had crazy amount of coaches but from what i get from you i feel like you're a great teacher you can really uh put it into simple terms and really tell the uh, at least me tell the uh, the fighter what you want them to do how you want to learn something um and you really teach there's a lot of there's a lot of coaches that i've seen that i've seen on my, on my on you know on, on amateur fights um my pro fights where i see they they're kind of like um they're a coach like they're there and they're like screaming at you. They're they're in a way it helps because they're pumping your mental state state up. I could I guess, but I don't see them teaching their fighters. I see them kind of motivating their fighters, which is good, right? I, I would say so. The motivation as uh, I feel like it's it's something um, something of good, right? The motivation aspect. You want to wake them up, you know. You want to make them feel like hey we're in a fight but the teaching aspect i don't really see it in a lot of coaches i don't really see a lot of coaches teaching anymore and i feel like you have that skill and i'm really grateful for you having that skill 
and being with us and you know and teaching it to to your fighters me including including me uh and i really when you when you explain stuff to me i could i really understand what you're talking about i don't know if it's just how like if it's just me and how i take it in i feel like i feel like our this this is this is important right here too i feel like the the connection or the relationship you have with you know it could be your coach or just anybody you're working with has has a big impact on the outcome of the performance in this case the fight the better your relationship the be- the better you understand one another then i feel like the performance is going to is going to benefit from it because you really can understand each other like if you were to teach maybe like a different fighter you might not have that same uh relationship or that same understanding from one another and you might be teaching the same things but if the other if you guys if you two don't click then there's you ain't going to get shit from it that's how i feel and i feel like me and you click like even even how you uh you explained it earlier like how we may not be the same but i feel like when we get together me and you we click and we can really understand each other and i really feel that connection with you i feel that connection with you and, that, and that's what gives me the uh the confidence to uh you know to trust in you to trust in you and your knowledge and what you know and to trust in you and being in my corner uh, and I feel like that's something I talked about in the sport of boxing, that connection you should have with your trainer. I think it's really, real, real, real important. I, I agree with you, man. I, I, I really, I really try to, to relate, to relate with you guys as much as I can. Um, it just, that's just a teaching style that I have, man. I really, really try to not be a, like you said, a lot of coaches are cheerleaders. They're cheerleaders. They want to be in there and, you know, oh, throw it. Good job. Good job. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. You know, you can only cheerlead so much. You know, when you come back to the corner and I know that I have a minute to to tell you exactly what I need you to know, exactly what I need to and I want you to do. I have one minute. What's and I, I have I may have different different things that I need to tell you. And the pro, the, pro, the priority ones are at the top. And I just knock them down from there and knock them down from there, knock them down. And I, and it's crazy, man. I, I catch myself too sometimes. Sometimes I feel like I'm giving you guys way too much information, you know? Um, hey, when this happens, this do this. When this happens, do that. When this happens, you know, you should be doing this, you know, or he's trying to do this. So make sure you're doing this, you know? And it's just, sometimes I feel like, man, is, are they really going to understand everything that I'm giving them? But hey, I feel like that's better than me having to tell you, you can do this, Mike. Come on, Mike, dig deep. Let's go. I know you can do this. The same shit, you know, I'm sure everyone else will be able to tell you, you know? Um, so I, I, I feel like I think about it and I'm thinking, man, information I think is more, is better than, come on, Mike, you can do it. You can do it, you know? And when I really need to tell you, Mike, because there's going to be times where, where, you know, and we've already experienced this, where I got to tell you, Mike, you got to throw punches. Mike, you got to throw punches. That's me cheerleading. If, it seems like a cheerleader, but it's more like, uh, it's really, that's what it comes down to. We got to fight. We got to fight. We got to fight, you know? So, yeah, man, it's it's a uh, it's amazing. I think my I think my experience comes from um, from from my fighting man more than anything, um, being being there. But no, nonetheless, man, I feel like I have so much more to learn. You know, so much more to learn, so much more experience to gain. Um, and I feel like I'm getting better as we kind of go through this. You know, we've gone through this in the past. You know, we talked about this in the past, uh, where I I I really um, I. 
I've, I've, I feel like sometimes I've made mistakes in the corner. You know, I have I haven't been as I have, sometimes you sometimes fighters need cheerleader. You need to become a cheerleader sometimes. You know, not the whole minute, but at least for a little bit. You know, and um, a little kick in the butt. Yeah, like come on, end. dude, like get get your ass going out there. You're gonna, you're gonna, you know. But me, I'm I I need I need to do that. I need to get my emotions more in it. You know, I try to always have my 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 frame of mind in there, but I don't always have my heart in it. So I need to get my heart in there more and be like, hey man, come on, let's do this. We can do this, Mike. You go in there and, and handle business. You know, whatever it is you do. You know, so. We're learning, man. We're learning as we go through it, but I, I, but I definitely know that my my knowledge is not lacking. I know that it's it's there, I, and no, nonetheless, man, we're always going to be learning no matter what. So we just continue to grow as we kind of go through this, you know. Um, there was something else with that um, experience, man. Experience is just it's key. You got to have that experience, um, and our relationship, man. Our relationship is is crazy, man. I I try, I I really try to. Um, I I am very very um I, I'm I'm a very emotional person you know so I try not to get my emotions caught up in in a lot of this in the, in the boxing you know because may result in me crying man I know you guys maybe see me cry once or twice but I really try I really try not not to not to let my emotions out too much you know like um if you remember man in a, in at the first top rank show when we went to Reno. No, I I I I had you oh, in the yeah. backstage, man. We were about to go out, and damn, dude, I felt like a little girl inside right there. I'm like, dude, like every, but but I literally felt like you know everything that we worked for, dude. Since you were 13, what what 14 years old, like 13, 13, 14 years old, we made it to a big stage, you know, and that to me really really got to me, man. That's what I mean. Like when I get my when I let my emotions get get to me. That shit happens. I get all choked up and shit. So I try to hide. I try to hide the little girl, in you know, try to hide them, you know, because man, it's 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 gets tough, man. But everything that we worked for, man, that night, you know, was on display, and you did great that night, man. But um, it's experience, man, experience. So I really try to just go off my mind and not so much from my heart, and and that's that's the best I can tell you, man. It's. It's hard. It's really something hard. Like, it's not easy. And like you said, I think the only way we're going to learn is experience. Like, that's just it. Like, you can you can read about it. You can talk about it. You can, you know, debate about it, discuss it. But the best teacher is experience, really. Um, I mean, it's possible to learn through, like I said. But it's hard. It, it, it's hard, like, learning from, like, somebody else's mistakes. Uh, you really have to be like, I don't want to say genius, but you really have to understand that learning process by learning something through somebody else's experience. It's hard. It's really hard. It's possible, but it's hard, right? Um, I'll give you the example as, you know, as how our, especially our how our Hispanic parents, Mexican parents talk to us when we're younger. You know, they tell us, don't do this, don't do that, because, you know, you'll get in trouble, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we listen. They, they, they know what's best for us, but we don't really grasp it. One, we're young. Two, like I said, it's really hard to understand something by somebody else's experience. And I feel like you really have to be real, real, real wiser. Or well, then again, what wisdom comes from experience? So you really have to have to. I would say really ha would have to 
have lived through through a rough childhood or something that really opened your eyes and really got you got you to see the uh got, got you to understand uh what's right and what's wrong without experiencing it it's really difficult it's really difficult um but um and and I honestly feel like like I have that quality man I feel like since I was a kid, man, since I was a kid, you know, I, I've always, I've always learned off people's mistakes. It's crazy. It's crazy how I, I, I'm not perfect in any kind of way. And I, I don't, I don't want to be perfect. I don't ever want to have all the knowledge and, and I don't ever want to be that person. You know, I don't ever want to be that, that cocky person. Um, I have, I have a lot to learn, but I always try to learn off of other people's mistakes. Whenever I see something, or I see someone or I see something that I don't like, I always take my mental note of it. And I always try to make sure that I don't ever do some something dumb like that, you know? So it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I, I definitely, I definitely have that. I'm, I'm not sure if, I'm not sure if everybody has it, but I know I do. I know I do. It's crazy. Since I was a kid, man, I remember my, my, my dad loved, loved the Raiders, man. And every, I was a kid, you know, and every weekend, you stupid motherfuckers! You stupid, you know. And I'm not. I'm not gonna be a Raider fan. I'm not a Raider fan. So I, you know, I went somewhere else. But it's just, it's just it's how it is, man. It's just it's life, you know. It's crazy. I think I'm getting to that point though. Like, I feel like I'm getting to that point where I can learn from somebody else's mistake. I didn't have that have that before, or at least I don't think I did. But uh, I feel like I've experienced a few of my mistakes now and kind of open my eyes now to really be like, Hey Mike, you gotta be smarter than that. You can't be committing mistakes and, and you know, cause it's going to affect you. It's going to affect your future. So it, it just kind of opened my eyes to really like, Hey, learn from other people, learn from other people's mistakes. Like it's hard, but you really have to, you really have to, because I mean, you'll be ahead of the game. If you do, you won't, the time was wasted, uh, when it comes for you to experience that and learn from it, uh, I mean, you'll be way ahead. You don't have to experience anything. You just, you know, you would, you will learn from other people's mistakes. I'm like, okay, you know, we don't do that or we do do that. And then you move on, you know, you'll be a step ahead. Um, and which is real dope, you know, it's, it's but it's fucking difficult for sure. Yeah, man, so it, it's, it's, uh, that's like what we said earlier. That's, that's the, um, that's the the life we live in right now, right? Everyone wants to have a nice. Someone sees a nice car, or oh, they want to have a nice car. Someone sees this, a nice Rolex, they want to have a nice Rolex. They see that, they want to have that too. But it's like, what about learning? What instead of seeing something and liking it and doing it, how about you learn from it? Right. right? So you learn from it. So that that's the main thing, man. Here's my thing about um, you know, the nice watch and you know the sports car and all that that's dope like i don't i'm not against having none of that but i'm a i I really feel like if if you're getting those stuff to show off to kind of feel like you're part of something or feel like you are part of a certain social class or or just yeah just boast yourself up and by getting those you know it it you get that pride then i feel like that's i think that's 
you're doing it for the wrong reasons. If you fucking want to get a sports car and you really deep down do love sports cars and you know about cars and you this and that and blah, 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 get yourself a fucking sports car. Get yourself a nice Rolex if you're really into watches and all that. But if getting this shit to impress people or just to feel like you're part of something, I feel like that's the wrong mind frame to get to get it from. Like, If you want something, if you really like something, go get it. And if you're just doing it for, for the attention, I feel like it's... I mean, it's your money, whatever, but I feel like it's, 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 you're coming from, from the wrong state of mind, really. I mean, I, I, I agree with you hundred percent, man. I agree with you hundred percent. That's, that's really what it, what it needs to be, you know? So I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't have much to say about that. I, I think you, you explained it properly. Now changing the topic a little bit now. Uh, so you have a fighter. Right, you have a fighter, and you, uh, you, it's fight day. And how is there a? Are you any different fight day as a coach? Are you any different as a uh, fight day as a coach than any other day? Let's say like a week before uh, a fight, or uh, uh, two weeks before a fight, or the day before a fight. Are you any different, uh, like your character, or just? The way you are, the way you, what you're thinking, is there any difference or is it the same? It's it's a different frame of mind. Um, once you get to the to the date of the fight, I gotta it's I stop teaching. There's no more teaching. Now it's execution. You gotta execute. You know, so it's not so much. Oh, I'm trying. Oh, look, let me let me show you this real quick. No, it's that's you know you can show them something real quick, but um, it's not so much teaching that day. Everything you should have thought about that and to lead up to the fight, you know. Um, so really, I'm trying to to get across to you our plan, plan A, plan B, plan C. You know, and let me let me break this down. So in the morning, in the morning when you wake up, go check on you, see how you're doing. You know, hey, you hungry? Let's go eat. You know, how you feeling? You feeling strong? Okay, good. Let's go eat, man. Let's go get you stronger. You know, we we sit down, we chit chat, we talk, maybe boxing, maybe not. You know, kind of get back to the room. That's when it, when you get back to the room, that's when it starts. You know, start getting that frame of mind, start getting that that um that mentality. Hey, man, we're we're gonna kick ass. You're gonna get hit. You're gonna get hit hard. Um, but you're gonna come right gonna come right back. You know, you're gonna continue punching. Let's let's uh, remember our game plan. Remember this. Remember that. And if we need to make any adjustments, listen to me. We're gonna make those adjustments as we go. And that's what's that's the important part because that's 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 the key, man. Floyd Mayweather, um, he, you know, he's he's he was the best fighter probably of this generation, right? Um, he didn't get there. Uh, he got there by 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 making adjustments. He always made the right adjustments, you know, and that's that's the key. So I'm trying to enjoy that in your head, trying to make sure that hey, we're gonna make adjustments as we go. We're gonna talk to you about it once, and the whole as of that time going forward, it's all about you. It's all about you. Okay, what's up? What do you need? You want to go to sleep? Okay, go to sleep. Okay, you want to go eat? Let's go eat. You want to do this? Let's go do that. Um, once we get into the building, to the location of the fight, it's all about that person too. You know, it's all about you. Hey, want to make sure you're good. I don't want to leave you by yourself. I don't want to leave you, you know, um, 
I want to make sure that you're ready. We're doing everything the way you need to be. And make sure you make sure you don't feel rushed. Make sure that you don't feel, although sometimes we do feel rushed, right? Um, want to want to make sure that, you don't. That's, that's any fighter, though, no? I mean, it's maybe. It's, yeah. It's maybe. just like the commission, the commission pushing you, you know? And the commission's always pushing you to, hey, you got to do this. Hey, you got to do that. Hey, you got to be here. Hey, you got to do that. You know, so it's just, but um, try not to rush you. Try to jump out on everything ahead of time so that we can start doing it. Sometimes it's stressful, which is why, you know, you see me sometimes telling the team, hey, I need you to go take care of this. Hey, I need you to go take care of that because I, I don't want to stress out myself, you know? Um, so yeah, it's all, it's all about you making sure you're good, making sure you're ready. A lot of eye contact, right? Me and you have a lot of eye contact during, during, in the, in the, the, in, in the, in, in the, in the, the locker room, being room, whatever it is, right? It's that trust though. I think that, I think that's where it comes from. It's that trust. Maybe it's the trust. Yeah. We have a lot of eye contact, a lot of eye contact. Hey, are you good? What's up? Like, how you feeling? What's, what's going on? You know, and, and, um, just giving you all these reminders, you know, throughout and just that constant eye contact, you know, um, like I, I want to make sure that you're ready. You know, I want to make sure that you look, I'm the one to look in your eyes and make sure that, Hey, like, you know, you're going to war, you know, you're going to war. Let's go, you know? And, um, even in the, in the, in the fight, man, up to the fight, I want to make sure you're good. Um, get into the ring, fill out the ring a little bit, make sure that you're, you're ready to go. And everything's about you, man. Everything's about you. So, uh, my fighting days are done. I'm not fighting unless, unless Tyson calls me out, but, uh, Tyson, but, where you at? <laughs> But, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, um, we're not, uh, um, my days are over. It's all about you, man. It's all about you. It's all about you. So that's what it's about, you know, and then that's kind of how, how it's got to be. I just got to make sure I'm smart. I got to make sure I make the right decisions. I got to make sure that I'm going out there and I'm on my game at all times, you know, which is why I don't drink. I try to, I, I don't drink when, when there's it's fight day, I definitely don't drink. I try to stay on my A game at all times. Um, so I just say after we can do whatever we want, have a good time, but during, during, nah, man, we can't, you know? I got it. Now to wrap up here now, what's the, so like the end result, right? So it being a win, a lose, a draw to your fighter, how, how was that feeling? Like, how do you soak that in is, like, how is that? Like, me as a fighter, like, a win, like, shit, I feel awesome, you know? Uh, uh, You know, a loss, not not so really, right? You're just like, fuck, you know? I mean, I'm just kind of like, I don't blame myself, but I'm just like, because I feel like I'm a, I think everybody should feel this way or does feel this way. Uh, like, I'm a winner at heart. Like, I'm I'm there to win. Like, yeah, I'm a, I like to fight this and that. I like, I like, I like fighting. I like the action of fighting. But I'm also a winner. I want people to know that I'm the better fighter, that I'm the, the tougher, smarter, faster, stronger fighter. You know, I want people to know that. And I don't think it's just, it doesn't come from a mind frame of pride. It's just me feeling good about myself. Like, I did what I had to do. And it really is just I've, I've, me feeling like I accomplished my mission. My mission was to go out there and win. And getting that win, I feel like I accomplished my mission. Now, from the the perspective of a coach, how do you feel when your fighter wins, loses, or draws? Like, is it different? 
from the fighter to the coach. How do you feel? Uh, when you guys win, man, it's a, it's, it's a relief, right? We've only had experience. Uh, one, we've experienced one draw, one, one, uh, one draw, one loss, right? Uh, together. So when you win, man, it, it's, it's, it's a relief. It doesn't feel great. Cause I know there's a lot of work, a lot more work to be done. You know, that's me in general, you know, we've all, we always talk about that, right? Me, for me, it's not so much, oh, you won great. Oh man, great job. Let's go. Let's keep going. You know, oh yeah. You know, I'm not, I, I know there's more work to be done period. You know? So I, I know that I can't get too excited. You were supposed to beat this guy. Let's move on to the next, you know? And, um, we keep going, uh, our, our, our loss that we got, you know, I feel like, like, like you did everything you could have done, you know, to an extent, I feel like there wasn't much more that we could have done. And the judges wanted to see it the other way. Well, that's what it is, you know, but it wasn't, it wasn't you, it wasn't me. It was the stupid judging, you know? So, um, if we lose, that's the way I would rather lose, which I, I, I hate to lose. I don't, like, I don't like to lose, but I'm just saying if we had to lose, that's the way I would want to lose is knowing that we did everything we could. And even in, the, in that loss, man, no matter what we would have did, and like we talked about this, no matter what we would have did, they wouldn't have given, given us a decision. We would have to knock him out. That's the only way that we would have won that, that fight. You know, so um, I honestly feel that way, and, and that's how it is. But um, – yeah, I mean, when we lose, I want to. If, if we lose, I want to lose like that. When we know we put everything on the table, we gave we, we gave it everything we had. It's a big relief when we win, um, and I want to continue to feel that. You know, so that's great. When you win the world title, man. When you win the world title or get close to that world title, man, I'm gonna be. I think I I think we're gonna be. I really think my um, it's not gonna be a relief anymore. I think we're gonna go celebrate. <laughs> oh, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Yeah, man, I see when, when we win that title, man. We're we're gonna we're gonna have a great time. I seen I seen uh, Mike Tyson's podcast. It was it was uh, I think it was the one with Tyrone Woodley, the UFC fighter. Woodley, huh? Uh-huh. Woodley. Um, and he uh, I seen a, like a little small IG reel on on that podcast, and Tyson was talking about how. As a, as a fighter, as a young fighter, he would he would study, he would look up older fighters, he would read about older fighters, and the fighters who really caught his attention were the ones who 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 lost their first fight or who got knocked out cold their second or third fight, but they didn't get discouraged and and they kept fighting and they kept winning and winning and they might have lost another time well another time or twice after that, but they kept winning and winning, and then they got a title shot. And they knocked the fucking champion out. They knocked the champion out, and they and they kept fighting. They kept defending their title, and then they fucking broke records, and and they just made a fucking fucking a legacy out of out of their boxing career. But I feel like what he said was was real important. Come my eye, uh, you just can't get discouraged. You just can't. Uh, win, lose, or draw, you can't get discouraged. You gotta keep going. Um, it it. This is what sucks. I don't. I don't want to say sucks about boxing, but I feel like boxing the the fighters right now have the wrong mindset. Nobody wants to lose that. Oh, I don't know if it's the promoters. Or Matt, I think it's just the whole boxing in general. Like fighters before, they would lose. You know, fucking a lot, 
great fighters. You know, if you look up the the greatest fighters of, you know, in in any era, they have a couple of losses. They have five, six, seven, eight, ten losses. Um, and sometimes it's not even with like, they're not even championship fights. They're like fights they fought like before their tenth fight. You know, so they were just mistakes. But you know, they learned from those mistakes and they kept going. They didn't get discouraged, and they fucking ended up making it. You know, history in, in the sport of boxing. And I feel like we need to get that mindset back in boxing. Like, okay, yeah, I get it, right? We want to protect your O. Um, and it comes down to the business right now, right? Undefeated looks nice right now. We can promote undefeated, right? Promoters like that. But, uh, you know, why don't we fucking change it and switch it now? And, you know, fuck, fuck defending the O. Fuck unde- being undefeated. Just, you know, having fighters who are willing to fight whoever and whenever, you know? I feel like... I feel like that'll get the audience's attention even more. Like, yeah, undefeated looks pretty, but somebody would pay good money to see a fighter who goes out there and performs. I mean, you know, give give people their money's worth. Not only that, an entertainer. An entertainer, right? An entertainer, of course. And, And I feel like... See, this is me. Like, boxing is tough. Like, you know, I've been thinking of this lately boxing at the end of the day you said it it's 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 entertainment right it's entertainment you you are you're like you're i don't want to say showman but you are entertaining the crowd it's not it's not war it is but it's not it's war as in yes you are fighting you are defending your territory you are putting your health on the line you are fighting for for a bigger cause you know for your family or whatnot whatever but it's also entertainment, right? Like in war, your goal is to win and to to not die, really, right? To to come out victorious in war, victorious. The sport of boxing, not only do you want to come out victorious, but it's a sport, right? There has to be entertainment, and that that's been picking my brain a lot lately. Like, like where do I draw that line, like? To where, fuck, I want to win, but I'm also an entertainer. Like, is it worth it to go all out and put my health on the line just to come out victorious? Or or should I, you know, just... It's hard to explain. I can't put it into into words well, right well, now. Look, well, look, man, there's, there's, uh, there's a lot of fighters out there that put their life on the line, you know, and, and had huge followings, right. Um, just based on giving their all to every single fight. Right. So Arturo Gatti, you know, Arturo Gatti was, you know, he passed away a couple years ago, uh, 10 years, 10, 12 years ago, something like that. Now, um, he wasn't great. He wasn't, he didn't have an amazing skill set. He didn't have, uh, you know, he, he wasn't like, a um, he wasn't like macho camacho. He wasn't like, you know, where he's dancing or Nassim Ahmed, you know, um, he was, was a blood and guts warrior, you know, and that guy, he, he gave it his all every single fight. He gave it his all and the public, they paid for that every single fight because they knew that he was going to be in that in that fight no matter what. Because no matter who he fought, he was going to give it his all. 
you know, and that that's kind of um, he went. He, they knew he was gonna go to war. They knew he was gonna go to war, no matter what. He was gonna give it everything he had, no matter what, you know. And um, so, yeah, I mean that that's that's kind of the best way for me to to explain it to you. Floyd Mayweather, I, I'm not sure why. Um, and you know how I feel about Floyd. I don't think we need to get into this podcast, but <laughs> I'll bring you in. But, I'll bring you in in a few episodes. We'll talk about that there. Um, but uh, but I mean, I don't know how he would sell out the MGM for so many fights. You know, like I don't know. He he didn't. He wasn't. He was. It wasn't like you never would say. Oh, I can't wait to see him fight again because he's so he's so amazing. You know, or he's so entertaining, or he's so like. You know, um, I think that's really what. But his, his quality, his skill set was amazing. Skill set was definitely amazing. I, I can't, I can't. Probably the one of the best, probably the best defensive fighter of ever. You know, um, but uh, yeah, man, I, I think that's the best way for, for me to explain it to you. Is you want to know, you want to draw that line while look at Arturo Gatti. Arturo Gatti was a blood and guts warrior. He wasn't great. By any means, he didn't have Floyd Mayweather's skill set, but man, he sure gave it his all. And guess what? Everyone loved him. I, I when he passed away, it was a shock to me, man, because that's that was one of the guys that I grew up watching every single time, you know. And it hurt me to watch him pass away. Um, so just things like that, man, you know. So that's kind. Of, does that kind of explain that? Does that help with your explanation a little bit? It does. It does. It kind of got me back into what I was thinking earlier. So. Understanding that, what you just said with Gotti and Mayweather. Now, we would say Gotti was the people's champ, right? That's what we would call, we would call a people's champ, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, do you think being a people's champ, being the warrior he was, was his will to win ever, ever, ever brought down? Like, did he really want to win, or was it more he really wanted to fight, or was it or was it or, or was it a mixture of both? Because Mayweather, his goal is to win, right? Would you yeah. agree? Regardless, whether everything no what. He, everything he does when it comes to the the organizing the fight, the business aspect, the fight itself, before after the fight, his goal is always obviously the money, right? But that came with the win right so his goal was to win so i feel like mayweather had that soldier mentality in an actual war because the shoulder the i'm sorry the soldier not the shoulder i'm a bit traumatized about my shoulder <laughs> the soldier the soldier their goal is to not die and to come out victorious, right? To complete the mission. Or so I think. I'm not sure. Maybe I should get like a like a vet up in here in the podcast and then we can he can better explain. For, for but from my understanding today, a soldier's uh goal is to win. Complete the mission. Complete the mission, right? So but then again, what's completing the mission? Is completing the mission winning? Is it being is it being the people's champ is it being a warrior see that that's that's my big question right there i you feel know, like you know what you know you know what though man i i honestly think those people i think i think the people that that i'm gonna throw people out there james j braddock 
the Cinderella man. Okay, he was working and on the docks with all the poor people during during the during the recession back in 1930, whatever, you know, everyone loved him because they relate, they related to him. They related to him. You know, they loved, they loved the fact that, that, um, that he was just like anybody else there in that area, you know, working his ass off. And he actually got the opportunity to fight. He kept winning and winning and winning. And he finally became world champion. You know, people related to that, to him, you know, same thing as Gotti. I think Gotti is just, he's a regular person. You know, he did whatever he could. He got the most out of his skill set. You know, um, he's a he's a warrior. You know, look at uh, Gabriel of Rosado, right? Rosado right now. He just knocked out that Russian, right? Uh, Becca Bully. Same thing. He just, he's a Russian. He's a, he's, sorry, he's a, he's, he's a warrior. Like, he don't care. You know, he just comes forward. Look at um, Joe Smith. You know, the 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 light watch away. He was working construction. I think he was still working construction up until he won the world title recently. So oh, the uh the guy from top rank. The light heavyweight, you mean? Light yeah, heavyweight. light heavyweight, yep, yep. Junior, right? So Joe yep, Joe Smith Jr. So he 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 re, he relates to people, you know, people know who he is because he's working just like everybody else, you know. I think that those people are just in the right situation to become the people's champions. Does that make sense? Mm. We're just in the right situation. I see. Right? That. So you, you have this podcast and I, and I don't know how many followers you have. Um, I, I check out your stuff here and there. Um, but, you know, this might relate you to everyone else and this may put you in that, in that, in that, that, that name, you know, the people's champion. You know, I, I just think they were born, they were just put at the right place at the right time and they became the people's champion, um, like you said, Floyd, Floyd Mayweather, his bottom, his bottom line is win, win, regardless. Does it matter if it's pretty? Does it matter if it's if 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 it's ugly? He don't care about you. He don't care about me. He don't care about who's watching. He won. That's all he cares about, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's not what I, I feel like. That's not what it should be like, you know. Um, I feel like you should relate to someone. You always give it your all because all these people are paying. They're paying to watch you fight. They're paying to be entertained. They're paying to to uh, to to for you to put on a show. They mm-hmm. want to see you, they and they want to relate to you. And I feel like like you're doing great in, in all that, you know, because you know we saw we saw a great amount of tickets when we fight. Uh, we talk to people. You have this podcast related to people. You're always open to everyone. You're not an asshole. You definitely talk to everyone as much as you can, you know. So I, I feel like like hopefully this puts you in that in, in that for that people's champion category at some point, you know. Yeah, I think I understand it a bit clearer clearly now. Uh, yeah, my thing was just the whole win, the whole winning situation. See that, like. Then it changes. Then, like, it, I think it just comes down to the fighter and what he wants. Like you, we said earlier, completing the mission. You have to understand what your mission is. Do you want to be? You want? I mean, see, that's see, that's hard though, because we, as a fighter, you do want to win. But then again, we had, for example, Muhammad Ali. We had fighters who who lost Muhammad Ali who lost who who would lose, but I I. Shit, like I would want to like sit down with him and ask him like, what was your mo- your motion for fighting? Like, was it he he was something? His his reasoning for fighting was more than to win. It was Obviously, from from my understanding, right? I honestly so, think yeah, he had the same mentality you had, man. 
you know, get get your mind right. You're fighting, you know, you you fight for what you believe. You mm-hmm. fight for what you believe, you know. Same mentality that you have, you know. Um, you fight for what you believe. He he fought because he didn't want to be in the military. He wanted to fight, you know. He fought for that. He fought for that for his for that frame of mind. He hey, I don't I don't want to go in the, in the military. I don't I don't need to be in the military. So you wanna you wanna whatever you wanna do to me, that's fine. Do it to me. You don't even care, right? They stripped him of the title. They took everything away. He had to work his way back up. You know, he did won the title again. Then you know, it's just he, Muhammad Ali was and there's another person, the People's Champion. You know, mm-hmm. said I believe this is just my answer. I believe they have they had he had the same frame of mind that you that you have. You he fights for what he, what he believes. He was just in a different. In a different era where it was tough, you know, very, very tough for African Americans. But, um, you know, you, you're the same way. I, I believe, you know. I understand that. Now, the only question I would ask that is, what do you think? For example, Muhammad Ali. What do you think his mindset on winning was then? Was winning ever in his mind? Like, did he? Yes, he was. He fought for something bigger than a win you could say but when he lost do you think that would hit him at heart i'm sure it did you think so i'm sure it did but but i i think his his bottom line was he would he just kind of like shave it off like okay i lost whatever and remember man when, when, when you're making money like that a loss a loss doesn't doesn't define you you know it doesn't you don't think um, it hits your like pride it, it, it does it does it hits you yeah, you feel it, you're like Man, I lost. You know, I shouldn't have lost. Man, you know, I, 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 I'm sure it does, but the money makes up for it. You know, so that that that's what kind of puts you at ease. And I know we're not talking about money, but hey, when the, when you're making that kind of money, it's like it's kind of kind of it is gonna make you feel better. But it should it should not deter you from your from your mind frame. It should not deter you from from what got you there. You know, which is to entertain. Muhammad, which is why you saw Muhammad in the corner, you know, grabbing the rope and and block, you know, um, sipping punches, and he would talk to you and he would do the his little dance. And he, he was an entertainer, you know. He was an entertainer. He wanted to entertain. He just happened to be damn good at it, you know. So I I, I really think that's that was his bottom line was just to entertain, and he didn't duck down from anybody. He was the only champion to ever win the heavyweight title, I think, three times. You know, only person to ever do that. Um, he was just an amazing, amazing person. He was great, and he was in a different era at that time. So that's what I believe. I believe, I believe he his bottom line was to entertain. You know, he was seen talking trash to people before the fight, after the fight, in between fights. You know, when he was in training, you know, he would talk trash regardless. You know, and that's kind of what he was what he was trying to do. I think that's a good way to end it. Entertainment. Boxing is entertainment. Good way of putting it, coach. Do you have any final thoughts? Anything you want to tell our audience? Any any uh anything you want to tell any upcoming kids who might uh be considering joining the sport of boxing? Uh, you know, becoming a fighter and athlete in this sport. What, what would you tell those kids? It's hard. It's hard, man. It's hard. I, I have a couple kids right now in the gym and you know, they've been bugging me, you know, for, for years now, telling me I want to box, I want to box, I want to box. I really want to do this, coach. I really want to do this. And it's like, 
my my answer my question to them is my my answer to them is this is really hard it's not easy you know you really have to make sure that you really want this boxing taught me a lot you know i had the opportunity when i was in i don't want to go back to me i know we're closing up we're closing on this but let, let me just explain no, go go explain ahead. that that last that last thought so um uh when i when i was when i was in high school when i graduated i had i could have either gone to school okay i had a, a full ride at university of Redlands. i could have got a job which is what i really needed to help my mom support support me and and everything and i, I could have boxed i could have joined the military i could have did tons of different things right um i chose boxing I chose boxing and um I, I don't I don't regret it. I don't regret it because it taught me more about about myself. It taught me how to a lot about myself and how my limits, you know, and what I can do, how I am as a person, as a man, as a father, as a son. It taught me it taught me everything. It taught me everything, you know. So I'm gonna tell this to to those kids that want to join boxing. You want to join boxing? Great. That's great. Everyone wants to box. Everyone wants to do everything. But you got to make sure you're willing to go through hell. It's going to teach you a lot. It's going to teach you a lot. And you're, some things you're going to like, some things you're not going to like. But at the end of the day, you're not going to regret it. You're not going to regret it. It's going to, you're going to, it's going to make a man out of you. It's going to learn. Nothing in the world is going to teach you more about yourself than this fucking sport. And that's, that's what I have to tell them. Um, good luck to you. Listen to your coaches. Make sure you have a great team behind you. Uh, but you know, when 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 it gets hot in there, it gets hot. You're in the desert, 110 degree heat. Ten, the the temperatures turned up, and you're really gonna when this sport's gonna make you. Uh, it's gonna make you. Uh, It'll not, make, you make you uncomfortable. Yeah. To make, make you uncomfortable, you. you know, and it's you know if you really want to do this, great, let's do it, but don't say I didn't tell you so. It's a great way to put it. Yeah, boxing. Canelo says it right. Boxing is life, or what is it? Boxing is life. No boxing, no life. No boxing, no life. Eh, close. Well, boxing <laughs> is life, though. Like, like you said it. The the way boxing is structured you it it's life it really is like it's you really have to do it to understand it boxing is the definition of life like just the way it's structured everything boxing offers you it's it, it's life it's part of life mm -hmm. and people will never understand man I, i know there's people in this game that are in it and they you know they're they do podcasts and they you know they like to to talk about fighting and boxing But when you're in it like us, man, it's it's different. You know, it's different. You know, and it's a different frame of mind. Um, it's different, man. So those kids that want to join, join. You know, I encourage you to. But just know that you're gonna learn a lot about yourself. You know, and 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 how does what is uh what does Freddie Roach say? What's he saying? It ain't easy. It ain't easy. It ain't easy. 
I think we'll end it with that. It ain't easy. All right, Coach, it was a pleasure having you on the podcast, on the Get Your Mind Right podcast. Audience, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, this segment. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Coach, take care. Talk to you soon. It was a pleasure, man. Thank you so much for everything, man. Thank you.